another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined on this uh, very, very snowy Monday um, by a wonderful band. Uh, they eat fish sometimes, but are ethically malicious. Did I get that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, they uh, described their sound it was it funk-adjacent post-punk. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, was that Fred? Fred? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Fred Canyon, Rap Path. Um, but uh, I'm excited to talk to them uh, all about their music, uh, who they are, and why they do what they do, what they've got coming up. If you all would care to go down the line and introduce yourselves and what you play in the band. I'm Mason. I play guitar sometimes synth. I'm Nikki. I play the drums. My name is Liz. I play the bass. I am uh, Benton. I play the singing and I uh, write some songs. Uh, my name is Courtney and I also play guitar. Pescatarian at best. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. You're most welcome. How, how are your days going? <laughs> we unloaded our gear from that that saturday show so that was a lot of heavy lifting this morning so i was a little out of breath but sure here we are yeah i get that i also just woke up not too long <laughs> i woke up i'm like i like open instagram i'm like oh i didn't even give them the address yet <laughs> 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 what we talk about on mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity uh, I've been really excited to talk to y'all because uh, I really enjoy what you're doing. I love your sound. Like you seem like you have a lot of fun together, uh, and your uh, approach to like style. The first time I saw Pescatarian at Best was at Bremen Cafe back in like I think that was like August or September or something. It was early September, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you all, you were just as a, a three piece that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, still ripped, you know. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Nick from Bunk Bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Their new EP is pretty tight as oh, well. Yeah. We're gonna start with a little bit of background on yourselves and uh, sort of like just uh, try to go chronologically here. So, Mason, uh, you you have the mic, so we can start with you. Um, tell me a bit about like uh, how music all started for you. I started playing guitar when I was around eight years old. Uh, my dad got me like a one of those Fender Squire kits from Guitar Center that came with the uh, the Micro Cube, mm. and I was in lessons for probably about two years, and then we stopped going to lessons, and I was kind of self taught from that point on, and I stopped playing guitar for a good amount of time until um, probably about the time that. Uh, Nikki and Liz picked me up in their band, which uh, was called the Tube Socks. The Tube Socks. Wow, that's cool. Around what time was that? Oh, Man, that's a long story. Yeah, yeah, 2016 is when me and Nikki started hanging out. Yeah. We went to high school together, but I, I'm pretty sure I made fun of Mason. Yeah, and I, I didn't like Nikki at all. So. <laughs> hey, that's how it all starts, yeah. right? Well, where, and uh, where did y'all grow up? Uh, Wrightstown, which is uh, up by Green Bay. Um, okay. It's like right in the middle of Green Bay and Appleton, probably 15 minutes away from both. Oh, sure. Yeah. I kind of know where that is. Is that like near like Kakana sort oh, of? Oh, yeah. It's connected it's right to Kakana. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, thank you very much, Mason. Uh, Nikki, tell, tell us a little bit. 
Um, I started the drums when I was like six-ish years old. Uh, my dad played the drums in a couple of bands. Uh, he was in like Seven Feet Tall, Royal Blue. Um, he taught me how to do four on the floor and then just told me to find my favorite album and learn how to play it. So that's how I learned the drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off, I was in, I started off playing in Christian bands and, uh, first couple I was in was like Iron Raven. And then I was in another one called Free I-Fives and we did that for like five or six years. Um, and then eventually uh, I came home very drunk one night in high school and my parents thought I was wasting my time. So my dad signed me up for a band on Craigslist without telling me. Oh, wow. Um, and wow. it was actually Liz and Courtney were looking for a drummer. Uh, and he got my age wrong. He got um, my music influence wrong. Uh, it, it was it was really embarrassing. But then I started playing music with Liz and Courtney. We were called OK for a Monday. Um and then we disbanded that just around the end of high school. We all went off to college, and shortly after, I moved back, ran into Mason and Liz, and then our friend Nick, and we started up Tube Socks. Um, That's we, the best name. <laughs> we uh, we played in that for like a year and a half, two years, and sure. then we had one more band before um, Pescatarian, which was Rock and Roll Cornhole, mm. and we. Uh, we set up that band to play one show, which was a cornhole tournament. So, oh, wow. um, how'd that, that go? Uh, not good. The the <laughs> old people did not like her music at all. Oh, damn. They literally like made a wall of chairs facing away from. Us. Oh my it was, goodness! It, it was it was it was kind of. What weird. did you sound like? Uh, we we're just covering '90s songs. Yeah, oh, so nice. It was just like uh, what Stone Temple Pilots, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> I moved down to the Milwaukee area and. Yeah, we finally moved to a place on Humboldt after living here for two years. I had a basement where I could put up my drums. Mm. And at the time, Mason was living with us, and we wanted to start a project, so we started playing for a while. And then we found out our buddy Benton was like, man, I really wish I had friends that played music. I'd love to sing with them. And I'm like, Benton, all we do is talk about music. That's all we live and breathe. So he came down, and uh, we had our first show two years ago in our backyard. Um and then after the show, uh, shortly after, Liz and Courtney joined like two months later and, you know, connect about the band a little bit later on in the segment. But, For sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. When when you um, were uh, asked to like, learn your like album, like when you were a kid, when you were like playing drums, what was what, what did you like choose? Uh, there was there's a couple of main ones. Um, one was a, a Christian band at the time called Remedy Drive. Mm. Um, was really into their music. Uh, President's United States of America, their first self-titled album, and uh, I believe Green Day's Dookie were the first three albums that I learned like front to back. Classic that like really helped me like round out my sound. <clears throat> sure, right. thank you very much, Nikki. Liz. So um, I actually started with the guitar. I played the guitar in middle school. Um, my dad has always been a guitar player growing up, um, but he did not teach me Mm. how to play the guitar. Um, I was like maybe 10 years old and I was like, dad, can you teach me how to play the guitar? And, um, he taught me how to play, uh, smoke on the water and that was it. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. didn't really learn anything from him. No offense, dad, but, um, (laughs) yeah. So starting with the guitar, um, I had tried out for the talent show at our middle school, um, playing the guitar and singing, 
and um, the band teacher approached me maybe like a week after and was like, hey, you play the guitar? Are you interested in playing the bass? And I was like, for what? And he's like, we need a bass player for jazz band. And I was like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Music teachers always recruiting yeah. the bass players. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So um, I started playing the bass for jazz band. Mm. Um, and then... Shortly after, um, you know, we played for the school type of thing, Courtney approached me and um, asked if I wanted to play some songs with her uh, at, what was it? It's called mm-hmm. Music U. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you learn to play, <laughs> play concerts. Yeah. Yeah. What have yeah, you. Sure. And it was uh, Courtney and a drummer and they needed a bassist. So... Um, Courtney and I started playing together. We had a lot of fun. We, uh, what songs did we learn? It was, was it just the two? Fuck, it was, um... It was Scar Tissue <laughs> by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. How was that one? Feelings by The Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> right on, yeah. yeah. Um, so we played those two, and then we were like, wow, this is kind of fun. So, uh, we were like, yeah, we should start a band. Um, we tried reaching out to, like couple of different uh drummers that we knew of at our high school and they were just like not really that interested mm-hmm. we were like okay so um we were like craigslist post mm-hmm. um which you know kind of sketchy right sure. yeah. but um we we're like looking for a drummer under 18 you know because mm-hmm. we were i don't know 15 at the time something like that nikki or I should say Nikki's dad, was the first one to respond to our Craigslist ad. Um, Nikki came over and tried out for us. And yeah, we we had OK for a Monday for a little bit. And um, pretty much what Nikki said. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's interesting how like all like it seems like a lot of it started back up near like green bay and you all just like kind of ma- made it down to milwaukee together oh yeah i mean we we pulled everyone down here yeah Fuck. yeah sure. mason mason and nikki are from wrightstown courtney and i are from green bay i think benton is from appleton i'm from appleton or yeah. ben's from appleton okay my um, my roommates in college were from green bay my partner and i went up to bay beach for a day last it's the best thing about yeah. green bay because all of the rides like a ticket is 25 cents. yes it's just a yeah. day full of fun it's so yeah cool. the the play-doh ice cream yep. and oh, yeah. the wildlife sanctuary oh, okay also great yeah. okay that that place rules Benton. Ah, yes. Uh, I'm actually brand spanking new to music. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was uh, sort of a latecomer. Um, my mom uh, had like a degree in opera and she always wanted me to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, never really got the chance or like the the opportunity to do it um, uh, until, you know, I moved, I moved down here to Milwaukee. And like, like Nikki said, you know, it was just like, hey, wanted to sing and... Um, I, I was available, uh, mm. so <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, my background was mostly in just like writing. I was I'm a big writer. I wrote two novellas. You wrote a couple of songs for our band in high school too. Yeah, oh, sure. I did. Uh, free high fives, um, which by the way, I didn't know was Christian. I didn't yeah, we, yeah, we were a Christian rock band. Oh wow! I didn't know, I didn't know that oh. was your uh, your your genre. Did you ever do what was it? Life Fest. Oh yeah, you know, every year. Uh, there was a little Christian joint up in uh, in Green Bay that was called the Cup of Joy, and we play there. All oh the time. sure, 
We uh, satellites and sirens. Oh, they were really good. Uh-huh. We actually saw. I, I, w- I was. I was brought along for Life Fest for that. Oh wow! We saw satellites and sirens, and they asked us to to just sell their merch for them. Mm-hmm. We were we were kids, and we we're like, yeah, let's do it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Free labor. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get you. Yeah. True that. Um. But yeah, I mean, I uh, uh, essentially just uh, when I, when it came down here, this uh, that was when it started. I've known Nikki since. Um, been what it had it been like early 2010s maybe 2009 mm. yeah uh it's been a while um but uh we we really got close when um everybody got together in green bay we started playing i think it was just when we were playing D D. we were all oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's yeah. when everybody mm. started to get close um that's where i actually met you yes that's awesome D. i really want to play i want to start playing you should. Yeah. You gotta find yourself a DM. I know. I know. My my partner started playing, and my other friends started playing. But like, they're like not even like they're like halfway through their campaign, oh. <laughs> you know. So I've seen campaigns last like three, four years too. That's so. right. Yeah. So you gotta yourself in. I guess so. That's what it is. Well, no, yeah. I'm the side you got to be assertive. I'm the main <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's love that though. I know it's it's fun. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. That's that's my story. That's that's what I got going on. Awesome, Ryan. Right thank you. Benton story. <laughs> thank you, Benton. Oh, All right, Courtney. Um, <laughs> I guess I got kind of interested in playing music because, much like Mason, Liz, and Nikki, uh, my dad was also in a band or mm-hmm. just in general enjoyed music our dads were actually in a band when we were really little oh yeah, wow i love that <laughs> um so yeah liz and i's dads were in a band together called higher ground and apparently when we were kids we used to hang out a lot together and then we just totally forgot and it wasn't until high school when we had reconnected that I had went over to Liz's house and I was like, hmm, this place seems familiar. <laughs> we rediscovered that our dads were in a band together and we were like, well, that's kind of cool. Look at us. That had we're to be surreal. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, my dad got me interested in music. I remember they used to practice in our basement and I would always sit on the stairs and listen to them while they played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah, I picked up guitar, I think, when I was like 11 played very for a very long time was very disciplined about it and then took like a five six year break and then was mm-hmm. very rusty when i came back but um i think being like kind of less serious about how i play nowadays has made it more enjoyable in the end sure yeah, yeah totally makes sense. sense what were like some of your early favorites um i was definitely a nirvana kid mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i Probably through most of my middle school and high school years, I was just listening to In Utero and Bleach and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff like that. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was... Ravana was, like, one of my first, like, first, like, bands I was attached to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, middle school. Classic. Um, right on. Well, uh, thank you all for sharing your, your stories. And uh, I guess that all kind of um, segues into how... This band, Pescatarian at Best, all kind of materialized. Yeah. Um, so, Nikki and I uh, started...
dating back in 2016. We had initially met um, through OK for a Monday in 2014. So Nikki and I uh, have been together since 2016. Um, 2017, we moved down to Milwaukee. We were the, the pioneers of our, oh, yeah. of our friend group moving sure. down here. It was a little lonely at first, yeah. Um, I hear you. I'm from the Chicago area, and I knew nobody when I first got here, too. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Nikki and I lived down here for a couple of years, and then um, Mason was talking about how much he just, like, hated uwgb Mm -hmm. and you know just like complaining about it and i'm like what if you transferred to uw milwaukee yeah there you go could you could live with us we could find a house a duplex whatever um so he did and then um it was initially us three living together and then um i we would have courtney down because courtney's been my best friend since you know like ninth grade Mm -hmm. um and then Courtney and Mason uh, started having a thing for one another, so they've they've been dating for a few years as well. Right on. Um, Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so Courtney uh, moved in with all of us. Uh, Nikki and Mason um, had been like kind of badgering us, like begging and pleading. That you guys like down and play, some, play music some music with us. With us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Courtney and I, I mean, this was kind of, you know, COVID times. Courtney moved in literally right before the pandemic yeah. hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that we were all just kind of stuck in our heads a little bit. And Courtney and I were like, no, no, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I just, I'm not feeling it. We're not feeling it. Um, and then when Benton joined them, Courtney and I would hear them practice, and we got jealous. So, <laughs> and, and we knew that was going to happen when we added Benton. We're like, you know, if we start just really playing, they're going to be like, I want to be a part of that. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, yeah. they sound like they're having a lot of fun. It was just, oh, the, it was just the three of us at first. Yeah, yeah. for probably about two months. It yeah. was like me, Benton, and Nikki. We, yeah. were just, we were just goofing off. We made songs we made, with our friends. Yeah, we made some of the silliest songs. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. That's how great ideas... Uh, come alive though you know you gotta enjoy it before you can like really you know dive into it absolutely yeah yeah um but we didn't i don't think start getting serious about what we were writing until everybody joined and then it was like oh there's music coming out of this i mean i'd say well the first song we wrote was hey winner and that one has pretty pretty serious lyrics to it yeah Mm -hmm. um i think that's probably the first like real song well there's one more no, there's one more. Yeah. We're, we're, no, we're just not talking about it. We don't talk about it. Um, a friend and he didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> it was a very flattering song, but he it still wasn't. does not like it. Sure. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't think everybody... Uh, this this is like the first time that we all started making our own music, too, um, which is unique. But uh, it's interesting going from like just, just the ground floor up and, and you know just making stuff and learning along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Sounds like it was very just organic proximity, just wanting to have fun with one another, throw shit at a wall, you see what sticks, yeah. that kind of thing. That's kind of how we make music, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just, I've been told the way we make music is the same way that Nirvana makes music, where it's just the song, we, 
Not to. Oh <laughs> 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 well, yeah, that's the same tier. I would, I would say we're basically Nirvana, right? <laughs> wow, I know. it's a non-traditional style um, where you just kind of yeah, you you throw it at the wall, you just build it up and just yeah. like, create stuff based on what you what you're doing in the moment. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, and that keeps it organic. It does. Um, yeah, well, right on. That's that's awesome. Um, what was your first uh, gig together as Pescatarian at best? Our, uh, our first one was in our backyard. It was just me, Benton, and Nikki. Um, we probably had about 30 people. No, there was, there was like 50. It was, no, our backyard was overflowing. With no, there's not it wasn't 50 people. There was like 30 people. It, it, like it was a sold-out show. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we couldn't fit any We didn't sell any tickets. <laughs> right. Although we did do a shirt raffle for Butterfly Collective. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So it was like... Um, shout out to Butterfly Collective. Yeah, shout out to Butterfly Collective. Yes. We're, uh, we're doing great. another... We kind of just do like a yearly benefit for them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we'll get yeah. to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so it was just the three of us. And then our first show was at Liniments. Liniments. Somewhere like the season, West Nile Crows, and. Um, I think it was just yeah, a three band. Was it three band bill? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a really fun show. And that's when the five of us were on there. And then. Um, if you look at our first music video, it's actually shots of our first two first two shows. Two shows. Oh, cool! Awkward. I was I'm still awkward. But <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think much has changed. Like, <laughs> that's my aesthetic. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, actually. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, I remember that music video. It was, to, it was supposed to be like really nostalgic. Our friend Caroline like did it all for us for free as like a a thank you and like just. You know, she's just a great friend. Shout out to Caroline. Yeah, Caroline's great. Right on. Yeah, shout out. Love that. Um, fantastic. Um, so you're one of those bands that, like, you know, when when I finally, like, got to meet you and, like, see you play, like, you know, I, I was just, like, really excited to hear about where the name came from. And it's a fantastic story, <laughs> if you care to share. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, were, we were sitting at, at our friend Vince's cabin up in... Like north of Green Bay, a little north bit, yeah. yeah, in the Northwood, North Dare, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, at the time, you know, like there was like a charcuterie board out there. There was like meats and cheeses and stuff, and no one else was eating it because mostly everyone's vegan here. And Vince just goes, "What? Aren't aren't you, aren't you vegan?" And I was like, "No, no, no. I'm I'm pescatarian at best." And me and Nikki <laughs> locked eyes and we're like, "That's it. That's." This this is the name. That's what we got to go with. It's so good. Yeah. We're, I mean, we were arguing about names for like months prior to that, and then finally, that yeah, that just happened. We're like, nope, this is it. We hit. We struck gold. Like... I texted Benton immediately because I think he was he was back in Milwaukee at the time, and I was just like, Benton, what do you think about this? And I don't know if he like really liked it. He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a. Funny name, I guess. Yeah, it's those like serendipitous, arbitrary moments yeah. that sometimes breed that like aha moment, you know. Sometimes um, you think about it too much and oh just, yeah, like, taking a step back and being like, you know what, that does sound silly, funny. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So yeah, you've dropped three singles so far, and Hey Winner uh, you said it was the first one, and you just uh, mentioned that it was also the first song y'all wrote together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I uh, would love to hear more about that tune and kind of uh, where it came from. Yeah, so with Hey Winner, um, 
before even Benton joined the band, when it was just me and Mason, we uh, we'd go in the basement and we'd jam for like a couple hours or something like that. And finally, we like found one groove that we really liked, and it was the groove for Hey Winter, which is kind of like that Casanova beat meets mm-hmm. like. And we had no idea like the what to write for lyrics. I think the only thing we had in mind is the the word sandbox. I don't know what we we're gonna do with that, but um. I don't think Sandbox. No. I don't think we even told Benton because no. he just wanted him to have fun with it. Yeah, write his write his write his truth. Um but <laughs> then uh Benton joined the band and we wrote the first uh song that shall not be named and then uh we're like, Hey Benton, we've been working on this little beat, you know. maybe let's try doing the music first and then, you know, bringing the lyrics later and, you know, work with that. And so we did that, and it worked out really well. Like, we just recorded us playing it during practice. Benton brought it with him, said he would, you know, listen to it on his way to and from work, write lyrics while he was driving. Like, just, <laughs> just some next-level stuff. I mean... Here, Benton, if you want to no, yeah, explain your little writing <laughs> Uh So, well, essentially, um, even, like, for all the songs we, we do today, uh, we create the beat. We go with it. I just scat over whatever it is that's going on. Um, I take that recording with me uh, to and from work every day, and I just just have Google Docs open. I'm just mm. writing very dangerously on the road. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the th- it's the threat of death, I think, that that keeps the train of thought going. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh but, wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, adrenaline. Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I, I don't know. Essentially, for for Hey Winter, I was just. Um, I like to keep things a little ambiguous, um, but I, I guess I was speaking most of. Um, it's hard. It's hard to talk about. <laughs> like, um, it, it's essentially just like this. This kind of yearning for uh, like success, while still recognizing that there are sacrifices to be made along the way to mm-hmm. it. Um, and I, I don't know. That's that's kind of what I was yeah. going for. Can definitely relate to that a yeah, lot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's always a, a roller coaster, right? It's a roller coaster, and it's a trade off. It is, yeah. yeah. And, and that's something I, 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 I feel is like important to me is is recognizing that you know not not everything that you do is just a linear path upward, mm. and you have to you have to recognize that it's you know sometimes life is just okay. It's just good. Yeah. yeah, I've had to yeah like. That's something like I've struggled to accept for years, you know, because you can really think like you want to see yourself here by this time, but I don't know, like different aspects of your life, like work out and, and ebb and flow in different, you know, uh, different uh, rhythms. Uh, but that's okay. Pot of posture. Oh. Uh, I love this song. <laughs> yeah, I love the groove, and I love how it like kind of like gets explosive, you know. Uh, yeah, and it's kind of a fun song too. I'd love to hear more about this one. Yeah, um, it's about putting your dad in a bad nursing home. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, it's just it's just a it's just a it's just a funny groove. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> when I was writing it, old time like. I really, I really hope that this is uh, this is taken ironically by each of our fathers. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I did not want it to be taken ironically. Oh. <laughs> I I need you to know you're going in the battle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, yeah. Mm. I uh, I used to tell my dad that he was gonna go in the bad home and my mom was gonna go in the good home. 
Oh wow! And uh, damn, <laughs> that's kind of what. Uh, well, you're, we shouted out your dad at the show. Yeah, no, my dad's great actually. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like when I was a kid, I mean, you know, you're angsty. You're just yeah. like, What's funny though about it is that everybody's father thinks it's about them. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> aspects of it, like like. <laughs> I could see my dad being like, "What is this?" <laughs> I think that. Um, when dads get upset about the song specifically, it it's kind of like calls kind of coming from inside the house. If you're if you're getting upset about this, Maybe. then you know if the shoe fits. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Let's l- l- look at your inner complex there, your dad complex. Yeah. There's a there's a little bit of the song that always kind of people really don't notice but um there's another aspect to the song and it's you're living with your dad and you're trying to get him out of the house so you can either masturbate or bone oh wow and so like the end of the end of the chorus is is that line is so I'll beat it and i bone Oh um, shit yeah <laughs> wow yeah, yeah it's, a, it's one little part that you know usually doesn't get picked up on but um yeah, Pot of Pasture was a band favorite. We we're like, we're gonna put this out. We don't care if anybody likes it. Mm-hmm. We love this song so much. Oh, it's it's it ripped. That's a ripper for sure. Uh, awesome. Thank you very much for uh, <laughs> elaborating. Yeah. Soap and Butter, your most recent single. Would love to hear about this one. Soap and Butter was like, as soon as we wrote the initial groove, we're just like, we love this. This this is going to be our new favorite thing until we hate it. Mm. And so once we like fleshed out the song, we're like, you know, is it kind of giving like early, you know, new metal? It's kind of got like this rapping esque that happens during the more of spoken word, I guess, less of rap during Mm. the like verse parts and stuff like that. But it was, it was the drum beat that I played during the verses was a drum beat that I I obviously didn't come up with it, but I thought I came up with it like back in high school and it was a beat I always wanted to use in a song. And every other band I worked with, they just they could not work around it. They're like, I don't know what you're doing, I can't understand this. Mm-hmm. And so finally when we we're able to get a song where we built the song around that beat, like I was like, Hey guys, can we please try to like get something going with this? And we got to work and I could not be more happy with the result. It like turned out amazingly. Hell yeah. It's a song that really gets, like, the. it has, like, that, like, punch to get the room really jumping around and moving. You know, to me, it's the first time, I still remember it when it was a brand new song. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first time that we felt like we had, like, a direction that we were going in. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, that. yeah, it was, it was starting to be kind of our sound. Um, but it, it's also, I think, the most, like, punchy. Like, I'm, I'm almost rapping in it yeah. when I do it. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. It's the only one I do that with, but it's. I think it works. I I like it a lot. Um, yeah. It that the meaning is up to you. I I'm not gonna even. I don't know what the heck. I just like to sprinkle in little like anti-capitalist sentiment in there just whenever I can. Well, that's always good. (laughs) We need as much as that as we can get. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, if you that's what you take away from it, that's what I. That's what it is. There you go. (laughs) Love it. As far as like how your all your, kind of your like influences as as a band come and like sort of what your style is like what direction you've you're you're going in with your sound and style like I guess like how how your 
individual influences, I guess, have like culminated into like what the band's like style is, if that makes sense. I would consider us lunky. Yeah. Lunky. Yeah, wow. I, agree with that. I guess I consider myself a power chord warrior. <laughs> I love it. Amen. Yeah. Um, yeah just like when i was younger i really like grunge and like punk music and you know stuff like that contained a lot of power chords just like simple things like that but with like neat like strum progressions and stuff like that and i guess i just kind of use that and i think it complements mason's uh guitar work as well Mm. for sure awesome um my my influences are are definitely cake um I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge cake head. Mm. I, I just love I just love their music. Mm. Like the dessert, or... <laughs> <laughs> dessert less so. Do you ever do you ever like listen to cake while eating cake? I actually have not done that. Come on, man. Sounds, <laughs> like, <laughs> sounds like fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I mean, I I grew up with like Matchbox Twenty and oh, yeah. uh, other like a lot of '90s shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Classic, yeah. <laughs> that's what I like. That's that's just me. For sure. Yeah, that's it. Well, um, around the time Courtney and I started playing together, I was also pretty into nineties rock, grunge, that type of thing. Um listened to a lot of rock growing up because that's what my dad really liked. Mm-hmm. Um he in part named me after the band Thin Lizzy. It's his favorite band. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Um Yeah, uh I listen to a lot of stuff. I guess um, in in the band, my method is just kind of fuck around and find out. Love that. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I'm going to follow the trend. I was a 90s, 90s baby. So, but my 90s influence comes more around the line of like dismemberment plans, soul coughing, um, early Mercury Rev. I love Mercury Rev. Stuff like that. Like yeah. really noisy, dissonant shit. I... I would love to start a noise band at some point too, but um, I really love playing on the offbeats. Um, any anything that's not really four on the floors, stuff that I really enjoy doing. Um, start, stop, syncopations, stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, usually when we build a song, I'll start off with like a drum beat that I came up with the week leading up to practice. I'll play that on repeat, then we'll build, like, each instrument will build, and once I feel like everyone has that figured out, then I'll move on to, like, whatever the next section would be, and then we figure that out, and then we figure out how to bridge the sections and stuff like that, so. Sure. Yeah. Or sometimes we don't bridge it. But yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's just right into like the right, next. Right back in. Um, a lot of my influences are, like, Queens of the Stone Age, Primus, um, Black Sabbath I was really big into as a kid. So I try to work that in, but I'm also very anti-power chords. Mm. And so I'll, I'll try to play like... The anti-Christ of power chords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'll, I'll, I'll do one similar where it's like, um, you know, like the E shape, where it's like kind of like a power chord, but it's got like the added seventh and what to it. But I, I try not to do power chords just because I think they're boring. But it's sure. perfect because... Courtney loves playing power chords, so it's almost like huh. quite a duality. Yin and yang, right? Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for sharing all that, y'all. Yeah. Um, love to hear what y'all are working on now. Oh yeah. We um, we have one song, Sugar Pop, which I think is one of my favorite songs we've written to date. Um, starts out kind of um, 
don't know, I'm not really playing much in there. I'm kind of just there as an accent. But then in the chorus, it gets really heavy again. And it goes back to being like really smooth. So it's kind of like a, it feels like a wave kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we first started writing music, it was very obvious that we were all influenced by 90s music. Like our first five songs that we wrote together were almost just 90 songs mm-hmm. which that's going to be our ep that we're releasing this year is all of our 90 songs so it's going to yeah. be like a little nostalgia ep yeah um but with that said we've the sound that we're actually working towards for like the album release is um it's kind of like dark and brooding but still like fun i would love to work in like some disco breakdowns and stuff mm-hmm. like that i always love it when bands do that um, but I know it's the main message is probably just going to be anti-capitalism, mm-hmm. um, with like hints of, of other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. At the longer I've been in the band, cause, um, when I first joined, I hadn't played the bass in years, so I was super rusty. Um, definitely for some of our like first songs, a lot of the stuff I play is pretty simple. Um, so now that we're writing new stuff and I'm more comfortable with my instrument, it, I, um, can, you know, add in parts that I have a lot of fun playing in that I'm proud of. Um, Sugar Pop is one of those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, very bass heavy. Ologies too. Ologies. Yeah. Um, Ology is one of my favorite songs. I created the groove that led to that song. Oh, so yeah. I'm pretty proud Good. of it. Um, yeah, I like the stuff we're working on. Um, I'm really excited to um, work on the album uh, because I feel like we're finally getting into our like niche. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm glad everybody agrees on Sugar Pop. I feel like it's, Sugar Pop is almost our entrance into like the second era of our music. We're we're, we're working on the Renaissance. The Renaissance <laughs> is happening. Um, we've been working like secretly on just a bunch of new ones and we're planning on releasing them soon just at, at one of our one of our future concerts um but it's going to be really exciting because it's essentially all brand new music all the new sound um and i think it fits a lot more into the direction that we're taking so i mean it's going to be more in line with ologies sugar pop um and like daisy keeping, dukes daisy, yeah daisy dukes but it's going to be more aligned with like the same same kind of sentiment and message that those other songs have now. It's, awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love to hear it. Yeah. Very exciting. Hi, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the new music, Courtney? <laughs> <laughs> uh, new music, good. Good Equals good. That's right. Yeah. It sounds like it's also just a really um, – exciting time and like your band's evolution as you have been kind of finding your direction lately and like sounds like you've, you're cooking up some really uh um neat things for the future so um yeah i'm just happy y'all are a part of the scene here we're happy to be yeah. <laughs> hell yeah um do you have any more uh, shows coming up oh i, I can take over on this <laughs> okay. one yeah, I got all of our shows booked up until uh, October. Oh, so. tight. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so coming up here in February on the 10th, we're playing at the Washroom with Rat Bath, Scam Likely, and an uh, out-of-town band called Killing T- uh, Pixies. Oh, wow. And then... Shout out to the Washroom, by the way. I, lo- I love the Washroom. I haven't actually been there yet, but I've seen like the picture. Like It looks like a ton of fun. It's killer. It was one I would of love the to. Fun- we played there uh, this past November, and it was an absolute blast. Hell, yeah. 
Um, Shout out to Scam Likely. Scam Likely. Getting worse. Go listen to that album. 10 out of 10. Yes. Um, And then in March, uh, we have a big, big benefit show for Butterfly Collective at Cactus Club. Hell yeah. It's going to be a matinee show, 1 to 6. Going to have Crawl Space, uh, Flowers, and Pink Squeeze are coming up from Chicago for that. Oh, cool. Awesome. Um, And then Austin Rat Bath. And then... On the 19th, we're playing at Last Rites with Nasty Boys, uh, No Parking, and then a group from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the end of March, we have a really big show with Socially Suspect, Handmade Wolves, Doubter, or not Doubter, um, North Warren, and Bug uh-huh. Moment. And that's going to be at Shank Hall, which we're really uh, sure. excited about yeah. that one. Uh, we're doing a 420 show in April. Mm. Um, we're playing at Anodyne. That will be with... Uh, Unitaskers, Death is a Business, uh, Rat Bath, and then cool. uh, come around June, we got a, we got a show on June 2nd. That's going to be my birthday show. We're going to keep oh, the lineup a yeah. secret on that one. Okay. Um, and then on June 9th, we got a, a secret little show uh, in celebration of gnomes. It's going to be called Gnome Fest, Love and that's going to be at Lynn. Matt Linneman. Gnomes are the best, dude. Gnome <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, Benton absolutely loves gnomes. Oh. Um, if you if you have to if you're thinking about getting a gift for Benton, like it's almost his birthday or you know, yeah. Christmas gnomes are night. one of my favorite mythological creatures. For you just sure. get him a gnome. He yeah. has he yeah. has a shelf. I, I An actually, alter, I, dare I, I say. I would, I would consider myself. I would say I have the largest known collection. In oh wow, that's I'm, something. I, I am pretty sure. I'm pretty confident. I do. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. that. We'll have to find out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got one really, really big show at the end of July. With uh, we're doing a split EP with Ratbath. Um, Fuck yeah! And we're gonna uh, have it at Cactus Club. We got uh, Scam Likely is gonna be on that bill. Uh, and then the antibodies from Detroit. Mm. The way that we're running this split EP is it's going to be a, a fake wrestling fight between the members of Pescatarian and the members of Rat Bath. Love it. And then we each have backing bands. Our backing band is uh, Scam Likely, and then um, Rat Baths is the antibodies. Oh, that's perfect. Um, we're gonna have some live art there, some vendors, DJs. It's gonna mm. be a. It's also like a River West twenty four after party. Oh, like, sure. Dual yeah. thing. So. Cool. That's going to be really fun. And then at the beginning of September, we, uh, we're we going to be releasing our first EP, which is going to be that 90s one. Uh, awesome. We're really excited for that one. Uh, we're working with Kelsey. We're going to have that at Cactus as well. Um, Shout out to with, Kelsey. We're going to play with the Nile Club again. Uh, and then a That's band right. from Chicago is coming up called Ying Waster. Played with them in November. Loved them. They're so nice. Awesome. And then we're going on our first tour at the end of September. Um, we're doing Chicago... Madison, Eau Claire, and Minneapolis. Oh fuck yeah! And shout out to Fred for uh, booking that pro bono. What a what a homie! Hell yeah, big <laughs> homie. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but after this year, uh, Pescatarian and Ratbath probably won't play together as much because I will be taking over as their drummer um, oh, in sure. Ratbath. So we'll probably do like two like really weird, quirky shows a year or something like that. Right on. Yeah. Wow, you have a stacked year ahead of you. I'm very excited. We got so many good bills. Yeah. So many great bills, lots of really rad events and uh like new music coming up. It's you know, it sounds like there's just a lot to be excited about. Got a little something here for you. Oh my god, no way. Can I open it now? Oh yeah, you can open it up. 
There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the washroom. Eh? There you go. Shout out to the washroom. It's Scam Likely's one year anniversary. Yeah, it's so. going to be a show to remember. Uh, I think it might sell out. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I'll hang it up. Well, uh, really appreciate y'all coming onto the show today. Yeah, appreciate you having us. Like it was a it was a blast. It was it was re- it was really nice and nostalgic to just talk about all this because yeah. we haven't like actually sat down and been like, all right, band origins, here we go. Sure, sure. Well, it's you know it's always fun to dive into that, and also like with with shows like um, I'm someone I get really overstimulated really easily, and like it's not just sometimes it can be kind of hard to like really like get to know people and like the like loud show environment oh, so 100 percent, yeah that's why i really do value like this space to kind of just uh have it be more intimate and um yeah so yeah no it's uh really great to uh hear from y'all and see what y'all are doing and just uh yeah thank you for being on the show yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, can i make a shout out to uh swan the producer our producer andy is uh <laughs> phenomenal he's um he's done our first three songs and he'll probably do the rest yeah, of them he's gonna be uh, wow. mixing and producing all of our stuff so, mm. so check him out very exciting here, uh, looking out. to get some stuff produced check out swan the producer also if you're looking to get some photos check out pics i care about mm. that's our good friend anna They're oh yeah shout out to anna. anna yeah anna's great um they did all of our uh, promote yep yeah. hell yeah they're rad um love it uh lots of dope people out here to collaborate with and and work with and throw dope events with so uh yeah uh shout out to shout out to y'all watching um i'll be tagging pescatarian at best uh so you can uh keep up with them listen to their music hey winter pot of posture uh soap and butter and uh stay tuned for more to come thank you for watching mr nice guy we'll see you next time (laughs) 